If you believe you are in an abusive relationship, please call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 800-799-7233 or text the word START to 8877. And we will have additional resources in the episode description. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Sapphic Survival Guide, where we are queer to answer your questions. However, today we are doing the third and final part of this little fun extra bonus content that you've gotten because of the queer ultimatum on Netflix. The finale and reunion was released, so we are going to dig into all of that for you today. And I am Gina. And I'm Cheyenne. All right. Well, (laughs) this was a very heavy two episodes. Um, yeah. so I say, let's just go in order. Otherwise, uh, I don't <laughs> even know that my head will be on straight. So, okay. uh, we start, well, the cliffhanger from the ones we got last time was Mal and Yoli. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm <laughs> shocked that they got engaged because I really feel like the engagement was awkward. Like, it was weird to watch I was so surprised that Yoli said yes like my girlfriend and I were watching and she was like what and I I texted you immediately because you had watched like super early and I watched it later in the day after she got home from work and I was like oh my god I'm shook and I was just like I did not see that coming at all I will say that um, in the last couple episodes we did, I was like, really, I don't see the whole Polly thing that you mentioned with Mal, but I really saw it in Mm -hmm. this scene, especially because like she gave so much grace of like, I know where you're at. I know this is okay. I knew that before I did it. And so I guess like in that sense, I I do see it. I don't, I guess they're not Polly. And I think it's funny that, you know, jumping ahead in this isn't a spoiler or anything but in the reunion like Yoli says something about I it. made a note about that yeah because <laughs> they are like very much ha- those discussions were very much I feel like couples that are poly are having mm-hmm. and I guess that's why Mal in a way like felt comfortable enough to be like yeah you can go see Xander but mm-hmm. um I I stand by what I thought because of the previews, like in what universe elsewhere do you get engaged and then run off to like, go talk to Mm -hmm. someone else? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I was also going to say that I was, I don't think I said this originally, but I was thinking that the non-monogamous direction was going to come. And you had said, you didn't think that they were non-monogamous because Mal had voiced insecurities. And I was like, maybe they're playing up that insecurity or like rehashing an old insecurity for the sake of the show. And then also the thing about Yoli, like loving everyone. And I think later Mal even says like, you've never not loved more than one person when I've been with you. So I texted you and I was like, is this going in a non-monogamous direction? Like, are they just like playing up past things that they've already like reconciled and talked about and dealt with? just to like have their storyline be more cohesive and be like, oh, we weren't, I mean, obviously I ended up being I wrong. Mean, why but- would Mal want to be in a relationship where she says, if she's truly monogamous, why would mm-hmm. she want to be with somebody who you're like, yeah, you've never not loved more than yeah. one person. I don't know why yeah. you would do that to yourself really. Yeah. I also love how like 
when they like at the end of the reunion when they do or maybe at the end of the episode I forget when they do like a pan through every couple and they like grab footage all the other couples it's like footage from them getting engaged but Mal and Yoli aren't smiling enough at their engagement <laughs> that they end up like using footage of them from the beginning of the series and I'm like I did not yeah because that. they look fucking miserable when they're getting <laughs> engaged like and I know yeah. like at some point Yoli says that like she's like well this isn't quite what I envisioned but here I'm at but I'm like does that not ring any alarm bells for you at all? None? Mm -hmm. Okay, got it. Yeah, when Mal first proposed, Yoli, like, has, like, a deep, like, inhalation. Like, she's, like, <gasps> like, a little, like, gasp almost. But my girlfriend thought she was saying, like, no, like, no under her breath, kind of. And she was, we had to, like, rewind it and go back and watch because we were, like, was that, like, a little Freudian slip? Like, she didn't mean to say no, but she said no. Um, or was it just, oh. like, breathing? <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't. I didn't feel like a happy moment. Mm -mm. No, no. What did feel like a happy moment in the moment was Tiff and Mildred watching just the finale. I actually I thought their proposal was really nice. Mm -hmm. I cried. I thought there was so much growth. Um, so like at that point and just, you know, just the finale, it felt satisfying to see them get engaged. Mm -hmm. Okay, Tiff's little speech um, that they said seemed like something I'd heard before. And I was like, is there like a teleprompter behind Mildred that they're reading off of? Because I, I feel like, like from a movie this. or something. Yeah, I like I feel like I've heard that before. It just like was very eloquent and like, I don't know. I, I was like, where's the teleprompter at? <laughs> it was a good it, speech. It felt rehearsed, but I don't rehearsed. know if it's from something or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was my biggest thought. And like, I know weren't they the only one that we had said we saw mm -hmm. leaving together besides Xander and Yoli? Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so I wasn't really as surprised by that outcome. I, and I wouldn't say I was very surprised by the reunion when we go into the discussion about that. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I was more surprised that other people left engaged or left not engaged. Yeah. At this point, we're two for two getting engaged. And we mm -hmm. go into Ozzy and Sam and I'll tell you this, when they got engaged at that point watching, I was like, they're all fucking getting engaged. Yeah. These stupid fucking queers are all getting <laughs> fucking engaged. I mean, obviously we know that they didn't all get engaged, but at that point I was just like, I'm throwing the talent. They're all getting married and this is stupid, mm -hmm. but <laughs> these proposals are not like up to par for me. Like when the whole rock thing happens the, there's two things I don't like about it yeah the first is how Ozzy says I choose you like oh and it's just up to you and it's Sam has no say it's just yeah. like Sam's just lucky to have been chosen by you like I, I thought that was kind of ick like I just mm -hmm. and and Ozzy phrased that that way a lot like I need to choose a partner I always thought about whether or not you know choosing my life partner but I'm like, it's, that sounds like a one-way street and it's definitely yeah. not that. Yeah. And the other thing I fucking hated about it is that in the reunion, jumping ahead just a bit, Ozzy says something along the lines of, I wanted her to be confused. I wanted to like, yes, shock her, yeah, that's of. what I was going to say. I do not want any sort of prank games, confusion, mm -hmm. deception, any of that in an mm -hmm. engagement. I, in fact, like the, the engagements that you see in TV shows or like on TikTok where they're, they're tricking the person. 
I would say no. I'd be like, no, <laughs> you're an yeah. asshole. Absolutely not. Yeah. I know I've talked to you a little bit about Vanderpump rules, but there was a couple that had gotten married in one of the earlier seasons. And it was like, the woman was constantly like begging the guy to propose and was like, we've been together for like 10 years. Like, please, can we get married? And when he finally did propose, it was like a fake proposal at the table next to them. And he was like, Oh, don't you wish that was you? Like, that's so sad. And she was like tearing up. Like she was sad and was like, I'm never going to have that. And then he like interrupted this other couple's proposal and like took the ring and like proposed to her and it ended up being like a happy moment. But with all of the, scandal shit going on uh people have like brought that moment back up and been like see this is where we're starting to see some more of his like gaslighty manipulative behavior like why do you have to like take her down a peg to like propose just let her have her happy moment why do you have to be like oh like you're never gonna get that and then like give it to her like and that's kind of what the moment with Aussie reminded me of I was very surprised that they ended up staying together and I think yeah. The whole Labradorite thing was cute and could have been cute in a way if it had been done differently. But the fact that Sam said at the reunion, like, it was way longer in real mm-hmm. life than what we saw. And it seemed way too long from what we saw. And it just like, I don't know, I felt like it didn't need to be that long of a surprise, especially given the context of like, are, am I going to walk away or am I going to propose? And it's not just yeah. like a pl- like a random moment. I don't know. Like it just felt kind of evil to like propose that way. And I think it could have been cute if like the Labrador had been given after, or if the stone was like a Labradorite crystal that like, or I'm sorry, the box was a Labradorite crystal that opened and showed the ring. Like if there was something else to incorporate the Labradorite, I think it could have been really cute. But the fact that it was so long, they were like really keeping us on edge. And then Sam said it was even longer than that. I was just like, that's kind of evil of Aussie. I also don't feel like we saw any growth with them as a couple. Like, isn't the last scene another one of Aussie running out like scenes of them before the final day? Like, I, I mean, I, you know, I guess, you know, if they want to be together, they want to be together. Mm-hmm but it doesn't seem like they did all the work as a couple to get engaged. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I know like, Sam did a lot, but together, I, I yeah. don't know. Yeah. I have more to say about that at the reunion actually. So we can talk about that okay. later. Well, I'd love to talk about the fact that Xander and Vanessa did not get engaged. Woo! <laughs> like, so happy. So satisfying. So happy. Sad, but satisfying. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it was like very heartfelt, but at the same time, it felt like Vanessa was still trying to manipulate. Like there were still oh, like yeah. they had come to that like conclusion. And then Vanessa's like, well, I'll be I'm really sad. And just like kept saying things to kind of like it seemed like make Xander beg for her or to change their mind. And it wasn't going that way. And it, it just like kept dragging on. And I was like, can you guys walk away from each other? Because I know I do feel like Vanessa wasn't accepting the answer for a bit. So I am glad that Xander stood her ground. I will say that I saw some like post ultimatum clips where somebody had asked Xander, when did you know that you Mm -hmm. weren't going to propose to Vanessa? And Xander said after the first week of being away from her and I got like clarity and realized so many things, like I just knew that it wasn't going to come back. So I feel like, I think it was sad for Xander still because it was like you 
got they got a gift of this very nice closure wrapped up with a bow. So I, that's kind of nice on one end. Um, but I feel like that's good because Xander needed to be able to like be strong and like not giving into mm-hmm. Vanessa's like last attempts. Yeah. I don't like that. Vanessa seemed to be like making comments about Xander leaving her or like changing mm-hmm. or being different. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, no, like you, you left each other in this scenario. Like Xander didn't like go off and leave you sitting at home heartbreak. Like you knew what you were doing. And I don't think Xander changed. I think Xander's mind changed, but I feel like Vanessa's kind of like trying to guilt trip Xander and like, almost be like this isn't who you really are and like make them second guess their decision yeah yeah <sighs> that was like this the iffiest one for me because I didn't know which way it was going to go for real mm-hmm. um also when I know that you didn't dislike Micah from love is blind as much as I disliked Micah but Vanessa <laughs> saying that Xander should speak first reminded me of Micah saying that uh, Paul should speak first because I feel like a lot of the other people it was the person who was given the ultimatum was the one who kind of did the talking first and I felt like Vanessa was like no you tell me where you're at because I'm gonna respond the, the way only I reason that didn't like bother me is because I feel like Vanessa would have like proposed like I like we knew Vanessa at that point mm-hmm. for whatever reason was like desperate to get Xander back mm-hmm. and I think everybody, including Vanessa knew that the decision fell on Xander. So I think that's, and, and maybe she should have said like a couple things, but I don't know that I would have like wanted that as Xander. I mm-hmm. probably would have been like, please don't like tell me all these nice things. It's just going to yeah. make it harder. So yeah. I didn't like hate that, but I, I really took that as it like when she said that because it was really Xander's call at the end mm-hmm. of the day. Like if Xander even wanted, you know, there to be yeah. a proposal. Yeah. I am kind of curious what she would have said if had she gone first and I'm sure it would have been a lot more of those like promises mm-hmm. and stuff yeah. that she was making but I'm just curious I wish we had gone more of the same bit. more of the same yeah so moving on to Lexi and Ray what did you think about that engagement okay I <laughs> I'm gonna try so hard to be nice <laughs> because I know you like Lexi but what the fuck was that purse I, I didn't see the purse the stupid how what did you see purse? anything besides the purse first nobody else at any engagement had a purse both Ray and I Lexi had purses <laughs> Lexi's purse is like she's like holding it the whole time she looks like she's a soccer mom waiting for her restaurant group number to be called but she's sitting I, on that bench waiting to get engaged literally go back and tell me how you didn't see the purse the first time because the entire <laughs> scene my girlfriend I just kept going put the purse down can a producer take the purse why is the purse a part of the scene well you're in the jungle what do you need a purse for that's so funny because when she was like getting ready and stuff me and my girlfriend were like look at her like setting like each of her earrings out and setting her outfit and setting the necklace out my girlfriend was like who gets ready like that and I was like what you don't get ready like that and (laughs) I was just like thinking about that so I don't know I wasn't really thinking about the purse and we kind of thought she looked a little bit different I don't know what was different about her but she looked a little different I don't know if it's makeup the hair something I don't know if that's what I was like focused on maybe it was the purse maybe I never saw her with the purse before I'm glad her style has evolved because I was Mm -hmm. not really into I mean she's not into her style anymore from Mm -hmm. the show but 
I'll say that she, the clothes she's wearing online and stuff look much better. And I don't think she stands by this purse, but <laughs> I think they both had purses. Number one, because I think that I producers are like, oh, you guys are femme, <laughs> your, your purses, but they both had fucking <laughs> rings and they're just wearing these dresses Maybe, with no pockets. Do you, yeah. I was going to say, is it for the rings then? Yeah. That's why I yeah. think it was for the yeah. rings. It just like ruined the whole aesthetic for me. Like, yeah. No producer could have held the ring for her. She couldn't have hit him in her gigantic boobs. That's what I was going to say. I, I put shit in my boobs in all my, the time and they're yeah. like a third of hers. In my cleavage. Un I can't really in my cleavage, under my boob, on the side. Like there's so much space side shit yeah. in there. They probably made her, I guess, for the ring thing. I was not expecting Lexi to also get down on me. That part was, even though they didn't end up staying together, uh, fucking spoiler for five minutes from now but they didn't end up staying together and I was like I like when people do like the double proposal thing and I did think that Ray's little speech that she gave was the most like heartfelt and like the cutest and sweetest out of all of the speeches any of the proposers gave it was the most personal but mm -hmm. that's what I liked about it I ugh, if somebody said to me like so I was kind of wondering right before they proposed to me. I'd be like, nope, no, no. Try again. That's something, that's something I would do. So that's why I would say no. Try and I would say no to you. I'd be like, until you take this serious. No, I hated that. I don't like that is not the time for me where a joke should be made. And I like it yeah. made it like awkward. I know that's kind of raised mm -hmm. like style. I think she yeah. says things that make me feel cringy a lot. Yeah. Like when she I'm like, a cancer, I so I like scene. getting it. <laughs> the one scene she was like don't direct that this this little gal and I was like okay I stopped trying so hard I don't know I'm, I know I'm like I, I think, think I'm extra tough on Lexi and Ren I don't know why I will admit I'm not really like fans. fuck you femmes you know <laughs> no Lexi was has been wearing a ring on TikTok and yeah, did I you see her girlfriend was, well she, I did but I was wondering yeah. if the ring was for to like throw people off a little mm. Yeah, I did not pay attention to that. Maybe. I don't um, know. I did see her hard launch of her girlfriend, her her OnlyFans girlfriend, where they're making content and things. I, I'll just say I liked her a lot more in the beginning than where mm -hmm. she ended up. Like where there's her style, amazing. Who she <laughs> is now, not as much as I liked her, but I am happy she looks so much better. <laughs> she looks great. I'll say that. She looks fantastic. Yeah. And, and just to come to Ray's defense a little bit, I feel like she obviously didn't want to be on camera she didn't really want to be on tv that much and i feel like uh, the jokes and the awkwardness i would hope that maybe the weird voice like that was like an endearing thing for her with lexi or it was just because the cameras were there and it would have gone yeah. differently if they had been alone no i i did keep that in mind because when i first saw ray on screen like in the first couple episodes even i was mm -hmm. like um, she's pretty stiff. And then it did start to like come together more when I realized how like much she didn't want to be on screen. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, no, we're, we're seeing glimpses of who she is. Cause she's not comfortable. Yeah. She so seems so I different on TikTok. Like, so I like much her on TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. I like yeah. her a lot there. Yeah. So the couple that wasn't a couple, but we had to have the follow-up Xander and Yoli, I have given Yoli a lot of backup, I think, in the first couple episodes, but here's where she lost me. When she took the ring off to go mm -hmm. see Xander to just 
see what she had to say. And you can see when she walks up, Xander's like, how did your morning go? And she kind of holds up her hand, like as in you don't have a ring on, they crop it. So you can't quite Mm. see that's what's happening, but you can see like kind of out of frame ish that she's doing that. And then she proceeds as if they didn't get engaged. And the only person who has that information is Yoli. And that was so unfair. Mm -hmm. And that's where she lost me. Yeah. It was so uncomfortable. And like, I can empathize a little bit with Yoli because it's like how the fuck do you handle that situation but also like she was like more transparently yeah I she was like I want to see if Xander would fight for me like and I was like well why do you need that if you want to marry Mal and that's why I was like they're gonna end up in a non-monogamous relationship because Xander was kind of being like oh like I'll I want to be there for you like I care about you I love you and Yoli was like you're perfect and it just kind of seemed like they were going to show up to the reunion and be together. And then Yoli and Mal were going to be together in a separate little relationship. And it was just going to be like mm. happily ever after for all of them. So that's why I was like, oh, we're still going in this direction. And that's why she didn't have like the ring on at first. And she wanted to see Xander's reaction. But yeah, <laughs> that definitely wasn't a good move on Yoli's part. No, I think if I was Xander, I wouldn't even be expecting Yoli to come see me if she had gotten engaged that morning. And if she did... I would have felt better if she walked up with the ring being like, mm-hmm. I know I owe you an explanation. Yeah. And then they could have, they could have had some closure, but I feel like you can see Xander's hopes go so mm-hmm. up and then just like crash. And I feel like that wasn't fair. And mm-hmm. Yoli says that she's not confident in her decision with Mal. If I was Mal, I would be so furious watching that conversation. Yeah. It's like, it wasn't the way to handle it. And I don't like totally disagree with what Yoli's done up until this point, but that I, I it was handled all wrong in my yeah. eyes for sure. I didn't know if we were going to see Yoli like run back to Mal and be like, actually I made the wrong decision. Like I was like, where thought, are we going here? Yeah. Cause we had this maybe. whole like weird, like they wanted to talk to each other alone. Kind of like, they were like, let's walk off together. And then they went yeah. their own separate ways. But then Yoli was like hiding in the bushes and like came out and wanted to talk to Xander more. And then Xander at the end is like walking off and was like, you got what you needed. You got enough to the cameras. And I was like, are they just like wandering around this park? And they're like, we want to talk without the cameras again like are we just trying to hang out here until they're gone so we can talk more like I was like what is going on like are they making some other kind of like little plans behind the scenes or talking about the mm. throuple dynamic that might be going on I was I like love what's how going hard on you're here? pushing the poly pl- plot line <laughs> well I was like what is happening because I, I did not see it going in this direction <laughs> I really didn't expect that ending for them coming out of the finale. I don't, mm. I really, if anything, thought maybe they'd all leave alone, mm-hmm. but I definitely didn't expect what we got. Yeah. yeah not all of them engaged except for <laughs> Xander and Vanessa. I know. So like when we went into the finale, I'm thinking, okay, we're getting one engagement and then mm-hmm. we leave the finale and we got four fucking engagements four out of five, absolutely wild. And that does that, that record does not stand when we get to the reunion, which I gotta say the reunion was so satisfying. I was like, there we go. Yeah, Here are the, the reunion felt a little more true and a little less like, I don't know, gay. <laughs> not that you can't be yeah. true and gay, but like, it just felt like, everyone like ended up with who they had come with and like engaged for the most part. And it was like wrapped up in like a neat little bow. And 
we didn't see that much like growth or change or anything really like on camera so I was like how are we getting to that from where we started so the reunion felt more of like a realistic conclusion I agree with the realistic conclusion comment. What's also so interesting is like, I've obviously watched the straight ultimatum and I also watched the ultimatum France, which is straight, which I just, Mm -hmm. I just binge watched that in the last 12 hours. It's pretty good. I'll (laughs) say. Um, but what's so interesting about like the differences is that even in the setup, like the host of the queer ultimatum is like, you might leave here engaged to the person you came with or engaged to a new person. Mm. But when they do the setup on both whatever America or France of the straight versions, that's not how they phrase it at all. It's, it's like, you go through this like boot camp essentially to decide whether or not you're going to be with the person you're and if They're not of like, they're not ignoring the fact that you might make other connections, Mm -hmm. but they're not putting that as like a secret third option for most of them. And the French version I thought was really interesting because when they go into their trial marriages, they really don't pick partners based on attraction whatsoever. Mm. They really pick it on like lifestyle and whether or not that person is similar to their partner. So like, for example, the one girl, her partner's a DJ and he never has time for her. And then Mm -hmm. she picks the other guy who's a DJ because she wants to see if all DJs just can't make time for their partner. That's a a smart way to go about it. The other guy, he has all this time to like make dinner together and stuff. And so then she goes back and she's like, no, you need to make more time for Mm -hmm. me. I know you're just not prioritizing me. And as a result of this, like, not actually falling for this other person, but learning it's purely like a lot of them have almost a brother, sister or friendship kind of dynamic. Mm -hmm. And then they really do like apply that back to their partner. And Mm -hmm. it's a format that shockingly, when you take out all that, like hypercharged sexual stuff, it actually really worked. And a lot of the couples when they got engaged had overcome what they were supposed to overcome. So it was really satisfying to see them get engaged. A lot of them were either engaged or married when it went to the reunion. And I was like, wow, it's so crazy that in the queer one, they were like, y'all should all just give it all, give everybody's (laughs) fair game, give it all a go. Yeah. What? Why was it set up that way? I think a lot of the time why we don't get like queer reality shows and queer dating shows is because they are like well it's just gonna be like a free-for-all how are we gonna have any format and I feel like this was kind of like the inverse of that you know like they're like of course it's just gonna be a free-for-all like we're gonna see what happens and I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing and I do think a lot of them did end up kind of having having like a sibling dynamic like only a few of them had sex only a few of them had any chemistry like even in the beginning and then it just kind of like petered out into like companionship but like yeah I think a lot of the time like that's why we don't see like a gay like bachelorette or anything like that because they're like oh all the all the contestants are just going to date each other and they're not all going to be like competing for the same one person okay that's absolutely true but that's why are you the one anyone was a fantastic fucking show Mm -hmm. just saying it was perfect yeah. Was so yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. And we got a fantastic lesbian queer orgy on TV. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was Thanks, it was MTV. <laughs> anyway, let's go into this reunion. So right. we start off where they talk through Lexi and Ray, who at this reunion are still engaged, very happy. 
However, you know, going to the end of the reunion, we find out they are not together. Mm -hmm. And I felt like there was still a lot of resentment. I don't think it was all surrounding Vanessa, but it did feel like still a little, even though Lexi was apologizing, it still felt a little slut shamey to me. So I just Mm -hmm. was kind of like glad when we moved on from them. I don't know. Yeah, I was genuinely surprised that they were still together at that point. So I'm not really surprised that they're not together now. But it didn't really seem like they were the best fit for each other anyways. So I'm happy to see them grow apart. Yeah, I don't mind where they're at now and think it was for the best. Yeah. Were you surprised about Malignoli? Yes and no. Like it was shocking, but in the grand scheme of things, I can't say I'm surprised. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wasn't really surprised by that. But when we had mentioned the polyamory thing earlier, Yoli's little comment about looking like the ad for polyamory, I was like, yeah, you did. And so that's why I I felt like justified in all of my little like conspiracy theories because I was like, she probably would be like the perfect person to do that. There's definitely a lot of malice between them, which was kind Mm -hmm. of a bummer to see. Like you can tell that they're trying to like keep it cute for TV by just being like, Okay. Yeah. And you know, like that they clearly don't agree, but it's, I mean, I guess like they're trying to give each other some grace. I will say that they seemed chiller prior to some of the Yoli Xander stuff coming Mm -hmm. out after that Mal just looked like, Oh, you're fucking dead to me after like that. It looked like the turn to switch or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I am not surprised that Mal had that reaction like I've definitely found stuff out about past relationships and I've been like okay well there goes any sense of like platonic friendship there like you didn't even care about me when we were together why would I be your friend now so I definitely think you know some of those reactions were (laughs) justified it's Um, warranted for sure yeah yeah so Vanessa and Xander do not talk they're very much exes it almost seems like there's a chance for them to be friends which I wouldn't hate for them. I feel like if anything, that's the lesbian trope I'm looking for of like exes mm-hmm. to friends or, or uh, uh, lovers to friends instead of friends to lovers. And I feel like enough time's gone by that there's a chance it could be healthy, especially because mm-hmm. it does seem like Vanessa is very much accepted that like the only possibility is a friendship. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm just super happy that they stayed apart. Did you go to that little link that they showed at the end of the episode that was like the article about where they are now? There was a link at the end of the episode? Yeah, there was like a link on screen. I found it. I can send it to you if you want. But basically this link kind of like let us know about Lexi and Ray not being together anymore and like a few other things. Um, But it said that Xander and Vanessa have not spoken at all since the reunion. So basically Xander said that Vanessa popped up like two weeks before the reunion and was all buddy-buddy again. And they were like, okay, we're going to have like a friendship now because we've given it enough time. And then the reunion, it was like fine. And then just like Vanessa went ghost again. So Xander kind of thought that it was like a way to, I don't, I don't, I don't know if this is what, this is what I got from it but basically it was like to have someone on Vanessa's side during the reunion maybe or like have that good dynamic for like a good like conclusion 
and then just like going on their way but like it did seem like Vanessa wanted a friendship but it didn't seem like she put in the effort to have a friendship after the fact I see maybe mm -hmm. it's like better in theory harder to execute kind of thing yeah yeah well Xander and Yoli have had some communication mm -hmm. they went to Coachella which seems like there's more to that story than we're gonna get um, okay, it's always Coachella I, because mentioning Vanderpump Rules again, they like all the rumors about them started at Coachella. And I was like, I feel like a lot of Bachelor <laughs> stuff happens at festivals too. Yeah. Like it's like Coachella, yeah. Sage Coach. Yeah. We were like, um, what happens at Coachella does not stay at Coachella. No, no, <laughs> yeah. it does not. I I saw um I was like going through some of the comments on Yoli's TikTok and somebody had comment like is there any chance of you and Xander and Yoli commented back and said, honestly, we're both just taking our own time to heal right now, mm. which I don't, I can't decide if I think that's true or if I think that something happened that they mm. just don't want in public between like, mm. maybe they did try and then they didn't like each other as much as they thought. And they don't want to yeah. like ruin the facade of their like love story. I don't know. I feel like we definitely didn't get the full insight into what happened with them. Yeah. Okay. First of all, I thought it was weird that Vanessa like was the one who brought up that they stayed in touch and that she knew about it. I didn't it think that was weird. I thought that talked. was so on character for Vanessa. Well, I thought it was weird because they had been like, no, we haven't talked at all. But then it came out that they had talked like two weeks leading up to the reunion. So I was like, okay, that makes sense, I guess. But I was like, how did you not talk at all? But you like know these intimate details. But I guess like after the fact, Xander was probably filling Vanessa in on what had gone down. I was surprised I that they weren't together, but it kind of seemed like Xander was like, I'm excited to be single after Vanessa. Like, I was on TV, yeah. people saw like how cute I am, how great I am, like what a great partner I can be. And like, I'm just playing the field now. Like that's kind of the vibe I got was like, this was just like my interpretation, obviously, but it seemed like Yoli would have been down to pursue the relationship, but it didn't seem like mm. Xander wanted that with I Yoli. See. Yeah, it kind of seemed like that. Xander was like, that. I want to be single. Yeah. Yeah, well, next we go into the chaotic tornado that is tiff and mildred they are not together not on speaking terms tiff is quote unquote not allowed in mildred's life i i didn't expect it to be as bad as it was mm -hmm. like if they if they had come to the reunion and they weren't together would that have shocked me no would i've been a little bummed yeah but with how bad it was it was just kind of like, oh, this turned really icky really yeah. fast. Yeah, especially since they were the ones we thought were going to like have that happy ending, like maybe come I to know. a compromise, have some changes, like for the better. Um, I was very surprised with that outcome. It honestly did kind of give me more empathy for Aussies running away in that scenario because that's basically what Tiff did was the same exact thing that we saw Aussie doing every time the Aussie difference with Mildred the difference is like with Sam and Ozzy I feel like that was one time one experience it mm -hmm. wasn't quite that heated yeah with Tiff I don't think that her or I don't think that them leaving was out of term at all I think that no. was very warranted it was mm -hmm. a protection thing if anything and I don't think it came out of nowhere like it's literally domestic violence that, mm -hmm. you know, Mildred is admitting to. And so 
And, and then she's like low-key giving this, I don't know, I don't want to call it verbal abuse, but she is attacking Tiff. Mm -hmm. And so I I think Tiff did the right thing and walking out for sure. And she, she was so like casual and like nonchalant about it too. It was very like weird to watch. Like, and what Tiff said, like she's putting all of this stuff out there about herself. Like yep. she just doesn't even care or doesn't see anything wrong with it. Like is just like justifying it and like explaining it away. I don't know. It was very, very dark. Very, I'm very glad that they're not together anymore. Yeah, I feel like Mildred was saying a lot, a lot of things. And I think the most telling thing was when Tiff was like upset in the parking lot and they were like, she's lying and not about all of it, but some of it, mm -hmm. she's not saying the full, like not all of that's true. And yeah. I think that's what I think is true. Is there some truth to what Mildred was saying? Probably mm -hmm. like was Tiff maybe on Tinder while like Mildred hadn't moved all of her stuff out of the house yet. Right. Sure. But who maybe says that she's not allowed to be like, if they're I not wouldn't, together, like, villainize they're together. her for that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that the problem is like, I think some of them were accusations that Mildred thinks are true and they might not be mm. true. And then to like, it, it was a lot of airing out of dirty laundry on TV. That was absolutely not it just, necessary. It, it was, I don't even have really words for this, which is ironic since this is a podcast, but yeah, it was just very odd and like very, just definitely trying to like justify those actions and like make it seem like it was okay for her to do what she did because her ex was talking to other people on dating apps or maybe buying sex right. card games and how dare she because her stuff was still in the house like that doesn't mean you're together like you're yeah you still have stuff there but what is she to wait till you've to like you? removed every tissue until she right. came forward and sometimes like, people uh, use that as like I, I don't know that this was what Mildred was doing but sometimes people like will keep their stuff there as like an excuse to continue to see someone or continue to mm -hmm. go back into their life so like mm -hmm. maybe it was like a situation like that and Tip was like I'm moving on and how dare she do that according to Mildred I, yeah it was just I don't know it was gross I, I did like to see Sam go after Tiff though. Cause I was like, I That's, know. that was sweet. Like I liked that. It showed like, they had a genuine like friendship there. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was really sweet that not only did Sam want to go after Tiff, but I think you can see that Tiff respects Sam and wants to hear what she has to say. And like, because it was Sam, Tiff was more willing to like, listen and calm down and just kind of like mm -hmm. hug. Like there was so much trust there. It was actually really nice. Yeah. If anything, they did, they, they definitely became friends from the experiments. So that's yeah. nice. Yeah. I was like, I'm so glad that someone went out there and was comforting Tiff. And I was surprised that they let Tiff leave, but I'm glad that they left Tiff leave. And I'm glad Tiff made the decision to leave. But I was surprised that they didn't come right back in. I've seen stuff online that people are surprised that they even let Mildred in the reunion because of this domestic violence charge. Mm -hmm. Like I saw a TikTok that was like, there should have been a thing on screen in the beginning that says Mildred will not be here due to these circumstances. And then that would have been that. Mm. And I think we would have gotten more about like what's going on with Tiff. Cause Tiff could only yeah. say like five words before Mildred jumped in. So like mm -hmm. not ideal. Yeah. I definitely think their relationship was very toxic, but now we see who played the major role. And I don't think that Tiff was perfect or didn't have any toxic behaviors, but like, I don't think Tiff 
deserve that treatment either because of the toxic behaviors that we've heard of. Like, obviously we don't know everything behind the scenes, but I don't, (laughs) no one deserves that. Right. Yeah. Well, our very last couple, the ones who are the only ones still standing, still together is Ozzy and Sam. Seems like who saw that coming? I didn't. It seems like things are going okay for them, but I also feel like aside from the fact that Sam has a ring, I'm not really sure what's different about their relationship before versus after the experience. Like Ozzy still doesn't come out to family. They're not really planning anything. Even like Sam said that when she reminded Ozzy that there's going to be a marriage next, that Ozzy was like shocked by that. And it doesn't really feel like they're in a different place than when they started. Except that they're they have a ring now and a rock. Well, I think I think the shock part was obviously like a joke. Like that was like Aussie being like, oh, really? Like we're gonna have to get married too. I think it was a little bit of a joke, but I think it came from a place of like a little bit of truth. Of a little bit of like resentment and being like, you know, we have to like take steps moving forward with this. Yeah, I was surprised that yeah, Sam didn't walk away to begin with, especially after the weird, awkward, uncomfortable proposal that she didn't know if it was if it was a proposal or not uh but I was really surprised to see that they were still together um it did kind of seem like there was something else going on there like when Aussie was talking about making plans to like come out to Aussie's family and about how in the past Aussie would have just like avoided that whole conversation if you looked at Sam Sam was just like shaking her head no like you're not gonna do that you're coming out to them so it was kind of interesting to see that and I do wonder if things will pan out for them long term I could either I could see it going either way because I didn't see it going in this direction from the beginning so I guess they could get married still I have no idea yeah yeah I, yeah, I mean, if they don't, then the, the, everybody on this show broke up. So I, I don't even know if I'm rooting for them or not. I don't, I don't know what to think, honestly. I guess I'm just like glad it's over for like on our screen. Yeah. Yeah. It was a wild ride. I did see someone on Twitter say that next time someone tells them like, oh, I'm just going to switch to dating women. Like guys are so difficult. Like being with a woman seems so much easier. They're going to be like, go watch the show. So then let me know what you think about whether or not it's easier. Cause I do think it was, it, it, it was, um, a pretty strong advertisement for therapy. I think it just like showed the different ways that like people are bad at communicating and bad at like relating and ways that we can work on ourselves or how people aren't working on themselves and it was I don't know that's how I see reality tv in general it's like a reflection of greater society so it's kind of like interesting to watch from more of like a sociological psychological level but I don't know if that's just me (laughs) I mean at least we got some queer tv it was Mm -hmm. entertained we were all talking about it so yeah yeah okay um if you like that you can find more of it on patreon.com backslash sapphic survival guide and you can find us on instagram tiktok facebook at sapphic survival guide and then we're also on twitter at sapphic survival and you can find me cheyenne at hot Mespian on pretty much any social media platform you can find me anywhere online at the Libra Gina, including my website thelibragina.com thanks for listening